right, welcome back to Ben on Politics, the podcast. I am just wrapping up a couple of weeks off from the uh, Ben on Politics YouTube series while I was building out a new set, and it's also awesome to know that the podcast lives on too, so the videos will be back this week. If you're just joining us for the first episode, I wanted to say welcome. My name is Ben Garvis. I'm a former congressional candidate and current social rights activist. A couple of observations I wanted to just share with everyone based on the last couple of weeks. First of all, the Women's March was such a phenomenal experience. It really demonstrates MLK's sentiment that peace and inclusion does make a difference. Uh, And I hope that anybody who participated and was looking for something to do following up with that march gets involved in the huddles that the Women's March is now organizing, go to their homepage and search for events near you, and you'd be shocked to find that the movement still lives on. It's more than just a march. There are also a bunch of other marches going on. Uh, These are just the D.C. ones, but you can probably find a bunch of other ones in your towns or cities. Uh, On April 15th, there's going to be a tax march. That march is intended to get Trump to release his tax returns. Uh, March for Science is going to be April 22nd, Earth Day. I know I'm involved in the planning for Austin's local one, but I strongly urge that everyone who wants to raise awareness of the importance of science in our lives, go ahead and get involved in your local movements or plan to fly to D.C. for that. I can promise you it will be a big one. It will be a fun one. I will be doing an environment special that week with a special guest. The Immigrants March will be on May 6th in D.C., and then there's the annual Pride March, which usually is a couple of days, June 8th through June 11th this year in D.C. This week I wanted to talk about Trump's lies. Well, I've been calling it the alt-presidents, alt-right, alt-news made of alt-facts. Many in the media would argue that Trump isn't lying because a lie needs to be intentionally a false statement. But I really need to quote Samuel L. Jackson on this one and be like, are you out of your damn minds? In this day and age when you're surrounded with the level of media the president is, you can't physically be so willfully ignorant as to believe you get to pick and choose your news sources to disregard facts in favor of what you're now calling alternate facts. Case in point, Trump's preference of Breitbart's fake or skewed coverage over actual news. Breitbart's agenda is to serve Steve Bannon, and therefore Donald Trump, and not to serve facts and realities. Last year, Kurt Bardella of Breitbart News resigned. He was quoted saying of Breitbart and their relationship to a Trump candidacy that when you have that kind of skin in the game, you don't want to see that derailed. He's talking specifically about Breitbart's investment in Trump as a candidate. Now let's give you an idea for what kind of a quote-unquote news source Breitbart is. And why it's dangerous that Donald Trump is trusting them as a news source. Here are some actual stories that Breitbart has published. 
They published a story saying birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. They published a story saying there's no hiring bias against women in tech. They just suck at interviews. That's a, Suck at interviews. That's a direct quote. They've also published saying that the solution to online harassment is simple. Women should just log off. That's what Donald Trump is calling a valid news source. They're happy to propagate an alternative reality. But the reality is you can't have an alternative reality. Using the term alternative doesn't negate the fact that these aren't reality. They are not fact. They're fake. And they're disregarding the truth to get there. That means it's a lie. It's a blatant lie. If you wanted to lean on the true dictionary definition that a lie needs to be an intentionally false statement, your willful ignorance makes it an intentionally false statement. Now, Donald Trump has always had a shaky relationship with the truth. PolitiFact found that only 4% of Donald Trump's statements that they've evaluated were the outright truth. 69% of statements were found to be mostly false, flatly false, or blatant lies. And I have to say that his cabinet and advisors really are not far behind him, if not worse. So PolitiFact found that of evaluated statements, Sean Spicer was only correct 17% of the time, Reince Priebus only 3%, and then grouped Kellyanne Conway and Rex Tillerson in this elite group of people who are are never correct. It literally gave them 0%. That means they couldn't find a single statement that wasn't at least partially fabricated in every single of the evaluated statements. That's probably why the White House recently sidelined Kellyanne Conway. Here are some examples of blatant lies from this administration. Rex Tillerson lied about lobbying against sanctions with Russia for the benefit of his oil interests. Kellyanne Conway is too easy. Uh, She made up the Bowling Green Massacre, lied about the length of the time the U.S. has gone without a Secretary of Treasury, lied about the number one source of income in Mexico, saying that it was funds being sent back, remittances from the United States. She lied about fake news, lied about the size of the inauguration crowd, lied about Clinton's donors, lied about Trump Foundation spending money for Trump's personal use, and the list goes on. Again, that's probably why she's no longer allowed to talk to the media. Wright's Priebus lied about the Podesta hack, lied about the victory margin, lied about the evidence of Russia's election meddling, lied about Clinton's election business dealings. And then Sean Spicer, aka Melissa McCarthy, lied about Trump's National Security Council memo, lied about voter fraud, lied about the growth of the federal workforce, lied about the inauguration audience. Also, lied about the Supreme Court striking down executive orders from President Obama. And then there's Trump himself. The White House lied about people affected by the travel ban. This just came out this week. The White House said that individuals affected were minimal and that the majority of the issues were related to Delta's computer outage. A court-ordered release this week said that actually 741 individuals were affected just in that first weekend. 
These are just lies from his staff, but what has Donald Trump himself lied about? I'm only going to read, because this is an extensive list, the first 63 facts considered pants on fire by PolitiFact. Just remember while I'm reading these that there was an additional 122 deemed false and 71 deemed mostly false that I'm not going to be reading. So we're going to go backwards in time. In 2011, Donald Trump lied about made-up facts about Obama's school friends. He said he was statistically tied with Obama, said Kuwait never reimbursed the U.S. for the first Gulf War, when in reality Kuwait paid $16 billion for it. He lied about Obama's New York fundraising in 2014, lied about the GDP being below zero, which is not physically possible, lied about Mexico forcing criminals to cross our border, lied about illegal immigrants in the United States, said there's 34 million, when in reality it's only about 10 or 12, most of them on expired visas that got here legally, again lied about Mexico sending only criminals across the border, lied about the unemployment rate, saying it's 42%, when in reality it's only about 5 and then again said Bernie Sanders wants to set an income tax at 90%, which is just preposterous. I know what you're thinking right now, and yes, this is a really long list. You might want to sit down. Donald Trump lied about calling Marco Rubio Mark Zuckerberg's personal senator. He lied about the Trans-Pacific Partnership being designed only for China to take advantage of everyone. In reality, China was not a signatory to the Trans-Pacific Partnership because they didn't benefit from it. Trump said the federal government was only sending refugees to Republican states. He had a disgusting lie that said that thousands of people in Jersey City cheered when the World Trade Center collapsed. He said 81% of white homicide victims were killed by blacks. He lied and said Obama wanted to take in 250,000 Syrian refugees each year. Uh, he played an ad showing footage of immigrants crossing our border, which turned out to be uh, immigrants crossing the Moroccan border. Again, he lied and said unemployment was at 42%. And in full, and this is really bad, said that more than a century ago in the Philippines, General John Pershing took 50 bullets, dipped them in pig's blood, which, uh, if you understand Islam and Muslims' relationships with pork, that's sacrilegious, dipped those bullets in, in pig's blood, and shot 49 Muslim rebels. And then to the 50th person, he said, go back and tell your people what happened. And Trump claims that that was followed by 25 years of peace. That's just disgusting that he would even make up a story like that. There is no evidence or truth behind. There's no fact base for General John Pershing doing this. It's just an old wives' tale. Trump blogged about supporting Libya and then denied it. He disavowed David Duke in 2014, publicly, and then lied and said he didn't know David Duke in 2016. He said nobody ever won 66 counties in Florida before in a primary. Uh, turns out both Bush and Gore did. Uh, same with Dole and H.W. Bush. Trump lied about Michelle Fields changing her story. And just, you know, take a second. Breathe. This is a long list. 
Trump lied about the federal omnibus spending bill funding illegal immigrants crossing the border. It doesn't. He lied about Hillary's uh, popularity with women. Lied about Ted Cruz's father being an accomplice to the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And come on, that's ridiculous. He lied about tens of thousands of terrorists crossing our border in 2016. I don't recall tens of thousands of terrorist attacks. He lied about Clinton planning to release all violent criminals from jail. He lied about vet programs, lied about a rising crime rate. He lied about Obama funding Al-Qaeda. There was a refugee proposal that would have been enough funding to rebuild every inner city in America. Nope, just kidding. That was another Trump lie. Don't worry, there's only a page and a half left. He lied about Clinton modifying her book post-publishing, which is not physically possible. Uh, He lied about Clinton's religion, lied again about Cruz's father, lied about Bob McDonald's emoluments, those are gifts from foreign governments, lied about fire marshals allowing more people at an event, the fact is they didn't step in and limit it, Uh, he lied about New Hampshire polls, lied about Clinton's tax plan, lied about Obama's founding of ISIS, kills me that I even have to say that out loud, Uh, said the election was rigged against him, which later he won, so clearly not rigged. Uh, lied about inner city crime being at record levels. Lied about 30 million illegal immigrants again. Lied about Clinton's immigration plan again. Lied about child care plan. Lied about finishing the birther controversy uh, because he just dropped it. That's not finishing it. And then he tweeted about it just months before. So it's not like he actually finished it. He just stopped talking about it. Uh, He lied about African-American communities being in the worst shape in history. It's almost like he clearly missed the chapters of American history on slavery, Jim Crow, segregation, and the civil rights eras. He lied about tweeting for the public to watch a sex tape. He actually did tweet for people to watch a sex tape. He lied about winning debates with Clinton. When it was obvious, the public opinion showed he'd drastically lost those debates, which is just a testament to the fact that his actual constituents are not watching the debates. He lied about grand chess masters, uh, saying that there were none in the United States. I don't know why he would lie about that. He lied about voter fraud before the election, lied about Obama winning because of voter fraud in North Carolina in 2008, lied about Clinton embezzling $6 billion from the State Department, Lied about John Podesta rigging polls to suppress voters. Lied about Clinton having 650 million people cross the border. Lied about Obama screaming at a protester. Come on, man. You can touch a lot of things. You can't touch Obama. Because then he won the election. And he lied about winning the popular vote. And then he lied about the popular vote. And then he lied about voter fraud. And then he lied about voter fraud again and again. And again. And then he lied about Russian intervention again. And then he lied about the media not covering terrorist attacks. And this is where we're getting more recent. He lied about Bernie Sanders calling CNN fake news. He lied about busing people across state lines to vote. He lied about Blumenthal's Vietnam service. Lied about cabinet confirmation delays being unprecedented. Maybe we just don't like your candidates. He also lied about the murder rate about a Kuwaiti visa ban. 
He lied about Delta causing airport delays and not his Muslim ban. He lied about Chuck Schumer's tears. By the way, Chuck Schumer's family was involved in the Holocaust, and those were legitimate tears. He also lied about Scotland being for Brexit when Scotland was very adamant in their voting that they did not support leaving the European Union. He lied about the murder rate again. Seems common. Lied about the cancellation of a meeting with Mexico when the meeting was actually canceled by Mexico. He lied about people being shot and killed in Obama's farewell speech and then lied about inauguration crowd size again. Twice. So let's, let's talk about inauguration crowd size. Trump stated that the media were engaged in quote-unquote deliberately false reporting, arguing with all crowd counts and actual photographic evidence. Sean Spicer was quoted saying this was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period, both in person and around the globe. That's a lie. And I know you're sitting there going, okay, Ben, you've gone through this entire list of lies, and that's not even the full list. Those are just the blatantly incorrect ones and not just the generally false statements. How is he getting away with this? How is this okay? Well, Politico, uh, summarizing the work of Harvard University psychologist Daniel Gilbert, said, When we are overwhelmed with false or potentially false statements, our brains pretty quickly become so overworked that we stop trying to sift through everything. So what, what he's summarizing is that when we become inundated trying to evaluate these lies, we become almost immune to them. We kind of just disregard them and, and don't think about them as a part of our normal thought process. So fake news. Calling three of the world's most reputable news sources in the modern century, the New York Times, Washington Post, who, by the way, uh, have, have a new headline that I love. It now says, Washington Post, Democracy Dies in Darkness. Uh, so Donald Trump called the New York Times, Washington Post, and CNN fake news outlets. CNN specifically in a press conference and the New York Times over a tweet. A study found that by the end of 2016, fake news clicks had surpassed real news clicks online. So we are, we are truly inundated. And, and that goes along with what Politico was saying about our brains being overworked trying to sift through everything. I also really hesitate with the honesty of the Trump administration based on the timing of their executive orders and executive actions. For example, the three most controversial actions they've taken have been on Fridays before the end of business, like immigration. They uh, released a memo on the preparation for Affordable Care Act repeal. They released the Muslim ban, and they cut a ton of regulations on Fridays. They also did three other memoranda for a regulatory freeze, limiting regulations, uh, for rebuilding the U.S. Armed Forces, and for negating fiduciary duty. If you wanted to know how this stacks up in history, it's, it's also alarming the rapidity of the, the actions he's taken. He, he did 24 in his first three weeks in office. Uh, as a comparison, Barack Obama did a lot. He had 14 executive actions. 
Um, Friday actions, actions that he he completed on a Friday before the close of business, involved rebuilding after Bush's economic crisis. It was nothing controversial. Now, Bush actually did none in his first week, and he actually only had three executive orders in his first three weeks. And then Bill Clinton had none on a Friday, and the ones that he did release involved ethics, something Donald Trump is not familiar with. So let's talk about a little more about alt news and alternative facts. Everyone has probably seen it at this point, but Kellyanne Conway was on Meet the Press and was talking to Chuck Todd and said, this is a quote, you're saying it's a falsehood, and Sean Spicer, our press secretary, gave alternative facts. When Todd pressed her on that, she said, Chuck, if we're going to keep referring to our press secretary in those types of terms, I think we're going to have to rethink our relationship here. And I think Kellyanne Conway and the Trump administration don't, don't understand how the media works. It's not the media's job to be cozy with you, Kellyanne. It's to report on you unbiased and factually. So when you lie about something, their job is to call you out on it. And when they call you out on it, their job is to back themselves up even when you fight it in public. And then to report on the fact that you're lying about your lying. It's something Breitbart doesn't do, and it's something Fox News doesn't do often. And it's something you at the White House shouldn't do. But it's something we will do. We will report on this. We will report on your inaccuracies. I'm here to do it. Keith Olbermann is here to do it. CNN is here to do it. Washington Post and the New York Times have my back. My name is Ben Garvis, and this has been another episode of the Ben on Politics podcast. Tune in next week. I'm not even sure what that topic's going to be, but I'm sure it'll be good, and I won't just be reading a, st a list of lies to you. There will be no more lying. Not from me. The least you can do from now on is to demand the truth from your leadership. Don't forget to check us out anywhere podcasts are found or check out the video series on YouTube. I'm pretty